Hello guys, welcome to another episode of the Voice of Mike. And today we're having coffee and Bible. And last episode of Coffee and Bible we had Stephen Daniel who spoke about 21st century Christian youth and he had a lot to talk about and it was a very wonderful time. And as usual, when we have coffee and Bible like this, we have people to talk to us. And today we are privileged to have Reverend Canon Ademola Oluakoya. Reverend, you are welcome, sir. Thank you very much. Um, it's a privilege to be here, and I'm glad to be a part of this. Thank you very much, sir. Yes. I have known Reverend for a long time. Reverend um, served in Diocese of Contogara. For how long have you been serving, sir? Um, I've served for about nine years, going on nine years now okay. um, in the Diocese. Yeah. Wow. And I think ever since then, has been like a mentor and an elder brother to me. And I've sat under his teachings and yeah. his teachings has blessed me. It's on this note that we have him here to talk about a very important topic. Okay. And we want to talk about Africa traditional wedding and uh, white That's church cool. wedding. Okay. So Reverend, when I sent you that question, what did you, what was the first thing that came to your mind, sir? Um, there seems to be um, um, especially in Nigeria here okay. um, and in the church there's always that tension sometimes that comes between African traditional marriage and white wedding okay. while we um, advocate a whole lot for people intending couples okay. to come to the church and have their marriages or blessed even in the church by a priest okay. and we also understand that um, the marriage that the scripture really talks about much and emphasizes is traditional marriage. Okay. The Bible um, recognizes that once a man wants to marry a woman and he goes to the, um, the lady's parents okay. and they bless that union and after all that is required has been done, once that is done, the Bible acknowledges that that marriage is acceptable before God. Okay. So, but we understand that, of course, now that we have come into Christ, it's um, where we also belong to another family, which is the family of the body of Christ. Okay. It is a good thing for us to have our marriages blessed in front of our brothers and sisters in the Lord. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's that's wonderful. So, uh, can you give us a brief history on African marriage? Uh, because we know that uh, we, actually I don't know which one came first was it the okay. Africa or the white uh, wedding um, uh, it's I think I would I think um, I think I think it would be better to say um, it's difficult to actually uh, point out which came first Okay. because marriages or weddings as far back as culture is okay. so um, African culture is, is as far back as our forefathers mm -hmm. um, were um, and also you have the white wedding as far back as um, European culture is okay. but in a way I would say that um, when we when you consider what we do as white wedding today okay. um, and you consider the history of the way Europeans and all of them used to have their weddings. Okay. I think it was um, very much later. Uh, most people um, um, 
accredit the origination of um originating rather of um white weddings to Great Britain. Okay. Some people say it's um to the Queen or whoever who started that trend okay. of wearing a white dress to a wedding and all of that. Because even the Europeans um really had traditional wedding okay. before okay. Uh, just as we also had mm -hmm. all um you, they would celebrate their weddings in you know in front of family and friends okay. and the wedding and um, the marriage will be consummated and all of that it was until the emergence of the church mm -hmm. in europe and the emergence of the church in great britain mm -hmm. that um, and then after a while many people believe um, the queen started the trend of the bride wearing a white gown and then the groom and all of that. I think it came from there. Okay. So if we are on that, based on that premise, mm -hmm. I think um, um, we may say that um, African traditional wedding came first. Okay, okay. Having said that, sir, um, can you give us importance of African wedding as opposed to white church wedding? Okay, um, I, I feel, like I said earlier, okay. um, in African culture, when you get married, um, you're not just getting married to an individual, generally speaking now, okay. you're also marrying into the family. Okay. And I believe also that um, even scripturally, we there is nothing to be truthful, like white wedding in the scriptures. Yes. And what you have is traditional wedding. Yeah. What the Bible acknowledges is a man will leave his father and his mother and cling to his wife, and both of them will become one flesh. Yes, so um, what you see all through the scriptures is traditional wedding. Okay. And I feel that um, we as a church have to do a whole lot more on that. For me, I believe that um, as long as you know um, the couple are blessed by the parents, and um, that is, and the families have acknowledged and they have agreed and consented okay. to the man and the woman coming together. Okay. I believe that is what marriage should be. Okay. So no matter, we are, I mean, we are having a very dangerous trend in the church now. Um, in some places, even without the consent of the parents, mm. some ministers still go ahead to join the man and the woman. Mm. The Bible does not really um, agree with that okay. because marriage in scripture is traditional marriage. But like I said earlier, I also believe that it is a good thing if you belong to a church and if you're a member of God's body to also come before um, the minister, to come before your fellow believers and have your marriage blessed. However, um, with the growing trends of things now, um, white wedding is usually very expensive mm, sure. and all of that. Um, and... Uh, sometimes it's more all about the pomp, more all about the pageantry mm -hmm. and all of that. Yeah. Um, even during white weddings, people don't really, really pay attention to even the receiving of the blessing. Mm -hmm. um, it's more about, you know, all what do I wear? How do I take care of my um, guests? Mm -hmm. um, and all of that. What kind of music? That takes a whole lot of the attention. Okay. For me, um, I would prefer... Um, and I'm just speaking for myself, okay. um, traditional marriage is elevated in a way. Okay. And then if you're a believer, have the presence of a priest. Okay. But um, because of what we have in the church and all of that, where we, you know, do... Um, the where where we have the privilege to do um you know celebrate marriages and all of that in yes, the church yes. even if you have to do that it is a good thing it is a good thing okay. the only 
um, challenge I have with the white wedding is a whole lot of people, you know, um, because um, of how expensive white weddings are, yes. a whole lot of people delay their wedding, delay getting married mm. and all of that. And you also know that in some cultures in Africa, especially in Nigeria, even traditional marriage is very expensive, yeah. paying, paying your bride price and all of that. Yeah. So you have many young men, many young women who want to get married, but they do not have the funds and then um, they delay. And why they delay, they have to struggle with sexual sin and all of that. Yeah. So I believe that we as the church and as culture need to come together and find a way that we can make the marriage focused on God blessing the union mm. and on celebrating the love between um, the intending couple. Okay. Yeah. Uh, having said that, I think there was a time I saw something on internet and the person was making a comment and said, if actually we are independent country, okay, and independent from uh, the Western Union, yes. then why are we still having um, white weddings? Because it was when, just as you have explained, it was when these uh, Western guys came to Africa, yes. in particular in Nigeria. Yes. That's when they introduced white weddings. Yes. So, is it important? Are you? Do you feel we should let go of the church wedding and let's have Africa? If we are actually independent, then let's let go of the church wedding and stick to uh, Africa wedding. It's the same way of saying is uh, how less should mm. we look at white, white weddings? weddings? Yes. Okay. Thank you, Mike. Um, I believe that. Um, it will be to be practical it's going to be very very difficult okay. for and it's going to take a long time okay. or it's going to be um, for us to totally you know be um, taken away from all that we inherited okay. from our um, colonial um, ex-colonial masters yes, sir. it's going to be quite it's going to take a time okay. it's going to take a whole lot if we are saying we need to reject white weddings, that means we also need to stop wearing suits. We also mm. need to stop wearing ties. True. And even in our law courts, mm. we should just, you know, go in traditional attire, maybe an agbada or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That means um, a lot of things. That means in the church, um, especially, for example, in um, the Orthodox Church, we need to stop wearing cassocks because we inherited all these things. Yes, we sure. should also, ministers should not wear um, surplices and all of that. Mm. There is a whole lot that we inherited from um, the you yes. know um, Great Britain. Yeah. And it's going to take a time for us to be totally divorced from all of these things. Mm. Um, without, without a shadow of doubt, um, till now we still have the Western culture influencing our culture heavily and so heavily in every facet you could think of in um, in dress in everything you could think about um, and even in um, church so I think that should we really say we want to totally eradicate white weddings I do not really agree with that Okay. I only feel that we should not allow one to make the other insignificant. Okay. That's what I would go for. Okay. Like I said, if a man is born again and if a man is a believer, you belong to two families. Okay. You belong to your biological family, okay. but you also have a spiritual family. Okay. And marriage is a union of families. Yeah. So I think that 
some people may argue that okay why don't i just invite my church you know my, my church members to come and attend the traditional and we do all of that you could do that to save cost okay. i've witnessed marriages church marriages where um the couple came in their traditional attire and they went about everything they, because they didn't have the money they went about everything um as as you know um, as traditional but it was done in the church Okay. I think that we need to start, and that's where I'm going to really stand on. We need to, what, I, what I'm looking forward to is a day where we could probably even fuse both okay. and have traditional wedding okay. together with um, church wedding. I really do not like calling it white wedding. Okay. Together with church wedding, okay. and we do it together. So maybe what we need to eradicate is the concept of white wedding okay. and then we may not necessarily need the suit we may not necessarily need the gown we may not necessarily need some of all the pageantry the groomsmen the you know and all of that yeah. um some people may be saying i shouldn't be saying this because i actually had both yeah. at a traditional <laughs> wedding and a white wedding okay. in church but i think that where our generation should probably be heading towards us finding how we could bring um, a fusion to both of them we could have traditional wedding that means the father is there the mother is there and all you know the entire families from both sides are there and while it is done if you are a believer in the church the priest is also there to also you know um, lay hands and, and speak god's blessings over such a union i think that will make it better and in and when we do that, we don't lose our tradition, we don't lose our culture, and but we also identify with the fact that we belong to the body of Christ, and then we could, you know, eradicate this issue of having to spend so much, and then after the white wedding, many couples have to start their lives with close to zero in their bank accounts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's wonderful. Yeah. You really clarify a lot for us. Yeah. So um. Just two more questions. Right. Uh, based on your experience as a pastor, have okay. you had challenges as to people choosing either of these uh, uh, weddings? And what was your advice to them? And how did they turn up? Because it's all about sharing people's experience as okay. well, so that people will have a clear perspective as to this. Okay, thank you very much, Mike. Yes. I have actually, I was invited to preach at a wedding. Okay. Um, I was invited by the minister, not by the couple. Okay. And um, when I, I got there, um, we were about to begin, you know, plans to start this um, holy matrimony service. Okay, and then um, the father of the bride walked in and he said this wedding was not going to hold because wow. he was claiming that he did not give his daughter to the intending group and, wow. and all of the group and um, it was quite a big case that the truthfully the wedding didn't hold um, because um, we couldn't go ahead because of course in the Anglican church um, there will come a point where um, we will need to invite the family of the bride who would need to really say in the presence of everyone okay. that they consent to the marriage and they are giving away their daughter, daughter. and of course if the father said that that would not be happen and so um when that happened it made me really realize why we need so so i've i've also had issues of um couples wanting to you know probably because of issues with 
getting consent from their parents mm. and with other kind of issues. Um, I've had one or two cases like that where couples want to totally, you know, skip the traditional wedding and just come to church. And most times it usually doesn't end well. I've also had cases which is very, very um, common among us okay. where people just do the traditional wedding and then the bride moves into the rooms as, and they start living as married couple and for many years they are, they are, their marriage is really not recognized by the church because they are yet to do a church wedding um, and all of that so um, that is very very common um, especially in the southeastern side of um, Nigeria um, and usually after maybe a period some of them after having um, kids and all of that then they come for what is called the blessing of marriage okay. um, which is a um, in summary which is um, a watered down um, kind of wedding, wedding. church wedding um, and we you know a lot of the pageantry and all of that is taken away so um, I've had instances where people want to choose either church wedding some people want to choose traditional wedding and the truth is in I've seen that both of them have disadvantages. Okay. Um, that's why I am still um, really speaking for us to find a way to fuse both. Okay. Um, what, I'm, what I mean by that is the disadvantage that I've seen in many people who come together, traditional wedding, and they do not come to the church. I've realized that in some of those cases, okay. you have a groom that does not really understand what it means to be a Christian husband. Okay. Like a bride who does not really understand what it means to be a Christian wife. Because when you come for a church wedding, um, you would usually, in most churches, go through months of marriage counseling, yes. pre-marriage counseling. Yes. And some churches even have post-marriage counseling. Yeah. And once you, you know, indicate that you want to be wedded into the church, and during all these um, these sessions, mm -hmm. I mean, a whole lot of issues are resolved. A whole lot of um, things, are, you know, come to bear okay. because. Of course, you know, uh, many people still do not understand what marriage is yeah. and yet they want to enter into marriage for many reasons. And that is the advantage of um, of church wedding. It's not just the very day. It's both the counseling. It's the fact that you get your minister involved. You get your mentors involved. And together, they support you to build a very um, blissful home. It, I'm not going to say that um, all, most, all marriages or most marriages consummated in the church end up being blissful. But I feel for those who really want to do right, it is usually an advantage. Um, but when you have traditional marriage, um, you don't really have um, sessions like that. Or okay. you don't really have this kind of support. Mm -hmm. Of course, um, the bride will get whatever counsel she will get from her mom, which she probably has been getting, if mm -hmm. her mom understands what marriage is, yeah. and same with the groom. And then, so many people that I've seen, um, I mean, many, some of them that have even passed out, who had traditional marriage and did not do church wedding, it's usually a whole lot of issues in their marriage that you need to address, which I feel um, would probably have been addressed if they went through the church mm -hmm. wedding. And sometimes we need to pressure them to come for the blessing of marriage because even before the blessing of marriage, you also need to go through a counseling session. That's the you know disadvantage, I believe, if we just focus on traditional marriage. The other disadvantage, if we only focus on church marriage, is that if we are not careful, um, you cut off the family. 
and um, if you're not careful, you have people running to the church and without parental consent. Mm -hmm. And um, you would have people who go to the church, their marriage is blessed, but they go back home and there's still a whole lot of, you know, um, family wars and all of that yeah. um, between both families or even um, within the family of the bride or the family of the groom. Mm -hmm. I also believe that um, if we um, focus only on church wedding or white wedding, as some would like to call it, we begin to evade our culture all the way, yeah. which True. we should not do. Yes. And again, like I said, we also will probably not be um, um, doing exactly um, and following the, um, the, 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 the format we find in scriptures. Yeah. Um, like I said, uh, what we find in scriptures, and um, the pattern we find in scriptures is the pattern of um, traditional weddings. Yes. Um, Jesus' first miracle was at a traditional wedding, wedding and all of that. So, um, but we understand that now after the cross, now that we have Christianity, mm -hmm. um, I believe that church wedding is very necessary. You get a, a you get a whole body of support if it is done correctly. Mm -hmm. I also believe that traditional wedding is also very necessary. Mm -hmm. um, for example, uh, when traditional wedding is done, in most cultures, the family of the bride would go to the family of the groom to find out what kind of family do they come from mm -hmm. and all of that. The family of the groom probably would do the same thing with the family of the bride. Mm -hmm. Because, like I said earlier, when you're marrying in the African context, you're not just marrying the individual, usually you're getting married into the family. Mm -hmm. So all of that may not be easy for the church to do. Yeah. Um, except whatever God reveals, maybe in the place of prayer, and whatever leads to may be done. But if it is done culturally, you know, this is the accepted norm. It's mm. easier to be done. So I think both marriages have their disadvantages. Both have their advantages. So, but I believe that for us to preserve both, why can't we fuse them together so that we save people from a whole lot of disadvantage of um, white wedding, like I've um, said earlier, yeah. is also the cost. Also the fact that sometimes um, the couple, the focus is not on the love that they share. Yeah. The focus is on every other thing. Um, but why can't we come together and do both? And you know, parents come to church and all of that. Mm -hmm. That may only work where you have um, um, probably Christian parents too, who are willing to go to the church and mm -hmm. do that in church. And there, there are a lot of things um, um, that are involved that may make such difficult. But I also know some ministries that mm -hmm. do not do um, church wedding. Yeah, what they do is, once you're doing your traditional, the pastor would be there. And after you have received the blessings from both parents, the pastor also comes and does his blessings. And they believe marriage is done. And it works. Okay. Thank you. Yes, sir. You've quite said a lot. Yes. But, um, one final thing, sir. Okay. So what's your advice to listeners right now? Okay. What will you advise on African traditional wedding and church wedding? You've already said you don't believe in okay. white wedding. Okay. So what's um, your advice to us, sir? I would say that um, sometimes, uh, especially to... Um, I would say to young people who want to get married okay. that um, sometimes um, find out what, for me, find out what is comfortable with you. Okay. Find out what you you believe, this is what you really, what, what do you believe in? Okay. What do you really feel, oh, this is what you would love? How do you, what do you really believe in? What do you really love? Okay. What is also comfortable with you? Okay. What would not... Um, 
what do you think is the best way for you to begin your journey of my holy matrimony and all of that? Okay. Find out what that is, know what that is, and then go for it. Um, I would say that whatever it is you're going to do, make sure um, um, you get the consent of your parents. Okay. And, um, and I know most parents who want a wedding to be done traditionally. Okay. Um, your wedding is the um, day where you get to honor your parents before you leave their homes. So I feel that young people should also be willing to give them that honor. Okay. Um, so don't just do it for you to consider, especially if you have had good parents. And even if you have had parents who were not really good to you, honor them that day. That's African context. Um, we're not Europeans and Americans who could just go to um, Hollywood yeah. or they could go to um, what's the name of this place and then get married and call dad, mom. Oh, we just got hooked <laughs> and all of that. We're Africans. Yeah. Okay, we're family oriented, family based people, community based people. Yeah. So I would advise young people um, as much as this is what you want, this is what's comfortable with you, okay. you also need to consider where your parents are coming from okay. and find a way to compromise. Um, find a way to honor them but not all the way at the detriment of what is comfortable okay. with you but i would say traditional um for me another thing i would like to say is in africa sometimes we put a whole lot of emphasis on the wedding than on the marriage yeah. and those are two different things the wedding is one day is the one day occasion yeah. um, the marriage is the journey afterwards which yeah. should be for a lifetime yeah. so sometimes we pay a whole lot of attention on the wedding day than on the marriage that's why people start their marriage broke because they spent every money on the wedding, wedding. day sure. so i'm going to say that um my advice is that um we need to sit down and understand sit down with your parents try to make them understand if probably you need to cut down cost on all of this what is comfortable for you prayerfully pursue that find a way to do something that you would not regret in the future mm. but also don't um, be too selfish that you refuse to honor your parents who have led you um, you know to that very um, day i think um but both sides will probably have to make compromise but um i would say again finally that it's good for honor your parents but also honor God. And I think God will love it if you come and your marriage is blessed in the presence of your brothers and sisters in the Lord. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank Anna. you very much, Mike. It's I'm always very a, grateful. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> Thank always you very much. Thank you. So uh, that brings us to the end of today's episode, Coffee and Bible. Uh, Reverend, I've said a lot about Africa and church wedding, in which those of us who are aspiring to get married in the future to look at these things and weigh them properly and so that at the end of it all we have a colorful wedding not just wedding but a very colorful marriage so just as we have an opportunity to allow our guests to pray for us we'll ask uh, reverend to also pray for us reverend. thank you thank you and father we want to thank you we thank you for the gift of marriage yes you you instituted marriage in the very beginning when you said it was not good for Adam to be alone. We thank you, Father, for um, how you have placed us on this continent. And we thank you, Father, for the culture you have given us. Yes, we thank you also for the privilege to be a part of your body. So, Lord, we ask, oh God, for everyone who is trusting God even um, for the right partner in marriage. We ask, oh God, for everyone who is trusting God 
for a glorious wedding day trusting God to know exactly what to do mm. to have a wonderful ceremony and not just a wonderful ceremony wonderful life after we pray that Lord you will grant them the wisdom to know exactly the right steps to take yes. we pray oh God Almighty that you would help to influence our culture Amen. that all the negative things in our culture that do not bring about even good marriages we pray that Lord you would let the light of the gospel shine upon them Amen. and you help us to correct them in the name of Jesus. Amen. We pray that you will make us to, oh God, be comfortable in our skin, yes. that we accept our culture and we are proud of it and we promote even those good the good parts of our culture in the name of Jesus. Amen. We pray, O oh God Almighty, that even as we promote our culture, yes. help us, O oh God Almighty, not also to forget our inheritance in Christ. Yes. Help us, Lord, not to betray what Calvary purchased for us. Yes. Help us to be proud of our spiritual heritage yes. and our cultural heritage yes. at the same time. We pray for every um, young people who are trusting God to have the consent of their parents for their marriages to work. We pray according to your will, Lord, you would allow the consent to be given in the name of Jesus. Amen. We ask, O oh God Almighty, that for everyone preparing and trusting God for marriage, Lord, please bless those unions. Amen. We pray that the family unit in Africa will become stronger and, and we will be able to raise godly seeds. We will emerge in this last generation. Amen. Young women and men whom you will be proud of yes. will return all glory to you. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you so we much. Are grateful. I'm grateful. So, guys, this brings us to the end of today's episode. Please ask your questions. I'm sure Reverend will like to know much questions from you, and we'll have him here some other time to answer those questions. Thank you. So, please uh, drop a question, and definitely the day is set aside for question and answer. Cano uh, will be here to give us those answers. So, thank you, and see you in our next episode. Bye. Okay.